The Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce is a business advocacy organization serving southeastern Berks, western Montgomery, and northern Chester counties, as well as the Route 422 corridor. Our office has been located in Pottstown for our entire 90-plus years in business since 1927. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Chamber Chat with the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. My name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank, and I'll be your host for this podcast. Remember the last time you called your bank and heard... Press 1 to wait for the next available representative. Press 2 to leave a voicemail. Now, listen to the difference at the Victory Bank. Hello, Victory Bank. Jennifer speaking. Real people. No voicemail. Everyone deserves a victory. The Victory Bank. We exist to help our clients fulfill their visions and dreams. Member FDIC. Did you ever wish you had friends for business benefits? Well, you do now with the Ben Exchange. Stop by their website today at benexchange.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome into this episode of the Tri-County Area Chamber Chat Podcast. My name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank, and I am here with two guests that are near and dear to my heart, and I will explain why in just one moment. Um, but I'm going to introduce them. I have Amy Alwerder here and Michael Harkum, both from Montgomery County Community College. Welcome to the Tri-County Chamber Chat Podcast. Thank you, Bill. We're thrilled to be here today. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm excited to have you on. Tell me... Amy, what is your role with the college, please? I have the pleasure of being the assistant dean for student services, focused mainly at West Campus. Okay, and Michael, yourself? I'm the associate director of admissions and dual enrollment. I am primarily fo- uh, located at the Bluebell campus, but I love coming out to uh, Pottstown every chance I get. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And let me describe my relationship, uh, both for the podcast audience, and we are Facebooking live this, so you'll be able to see this um, in the episode notes. We'll put the, a link to it. Uh, but I am the chairman for the Montgomery County Community College Alumni Association. And both of you have been fantastic partners for me and for our association um, since I became chair a year ago. So thank you for your partnership. And I know we have a huge story to tell, right? Mm -hmm. The college offers so much to our community and so much to the students. So Amy, I'll start with you. Where would you like to begin here? How would you like to start telling the Monco story? I think part of the Monco story, and especially here in our Pottstown area, is the fact that we're such strong partners with the different organizations within our community. We're sincerely committed to not just providing an excellent educational opportunity, but being great stewards within the community. So our graduates come back into the uh, Pottstown area and contribute to everyday lives. So that's one of the things I'm most near and dear and proud of. Yeah, I like it. And Michael, what's your role, again, with the, the college? Absolutely. The so as, no problem. At the Associate Director of Admissions and Dual Enrollment, I'm primarily responsible for helping students know about Montgomery County Community College and helping them get through the process of becoming future Mustangs. That process consists of a ton of uh, dual enrollment, and that's a big deal, especially out in the Pottstown area. We have a lot of schools who are able to earn credits while they're in high school. So imagine earning your high school diploma and already having a head start towards your degree whether it's here at Montgomery County Community College or a ton of our four-year partner schools. 
a lot of families really appreciate appreciating that, right? Helping out in the, at the wallet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you you both know a lot about the college. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, we, this could be probably a two hour podcast. I'm <laughs> Easily. Um, but Michael, since you're since you're talking, I wanted to talk ask you uh, you know some more things. So Michael recently gave myself and another alum a tour of the Bluebell campus. Yes, sir. Okay. And the person that I brought along with me was blown away by what that campus has to offer. Of course, look, over time things are going to evolve, right? Building maybe could get a little bit nicer, programming would be a little bit different. It's a lot different <laughs> than when I went there and my friend went there. So give, give me just some maybe some highlights. I know there's definitely some areas that, that need to be highlighted at the Blue Bell campus. And then we'll talk about West. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I encourage everybody to come and visit. I remember that tour very well. And you were uh, sharing with our, your friend who was with us like, hey, do you remember this used to be that and that used to be this? So it's really exciting to see a, a, a former student come back and see those changes. That's what makes my job easy to do. Um, a few things to highlight at the Bluebell campus, the Health Science Center has been newly renovated. They have a brand new fitness center. It's outsourced by our YMCA, so you don't have a guy like me teaching you how to stay in shape. That probably wouldn't be a good situation <laughs> for you. And it's really nice. It's like the size of a small planet fitness, absolutely free to all of our students and staff. That's just one highlight. The dental hygiene clinic, massage therapy are a few highlights there. And I'm really blown away by our advanced technology center. Inside the Advanced Technology Center, we have our radio product, our radio station there, which is pretty neat. You could broadcast live on moncoradio.com. We even have a TV production studio, right, where some students are going to bring the lights, some bring the camera, and the only thing left is the action, right? right. Um, that's pretty a uh, big highlight. And then last but not least, our sound recording technology. And I tell students, if you're a person who can sing a little bit better than me, Come in and showcase your skills. If you make a hit record, I don't want any money, just some uh, tickets to a show so I can cheer you on. There you go. So make sure you come check it out. And some recognition. Say you did it here at the college, right? There you go. Yeah. There you go. Nice. So uh, West Campus, Amy, has a character that is unique in all its own. So tell me about the West Campus because that's a that's a it's a great space as well. We think so. And just to tag on to what Mike said, though, we have the shuttle that goes to Central Campus. So all those fabulous things that he mentioned at Central's campus is available to any West Campus student, too. Our shuttle runs every hour on the hour, so everyone gets to experience everything they have. But West Campus is a little bit more intimate campus. So what I think is so special about our campus is we have three buildings, main buildings, if you will. Um, we have our uh, hub and sustainability area, which has the aquaponics, hydroponics, really a gorgeous building. It used to be an old Pico building that's now turned into industrial classroom spaces. In addition, the workforce development and continuing education programs are all now housed out at the West Campus and they're in our Hanover Street building. And then you have North Hall. There are four buildings. I apologize. Yeah, no worries. You have North Hall, which always is home to gorgeous art exhibits and excellent classroom opportunities. And then you move over to South Hall, which is a lot of where all the services are. And I think every time you come into South Hall, you're going to see new and exciting changes. We just took the bookstore and turned it into a student lounge area, which the students will name themselves this fall. And there will be other renovations going on throughout time, but then South Hall tends to be where a lot of people do congregate, but um, full of opportunities no matter what building you're in on either campus. So I will second that. Um, All those buildings are phenomenal. I actually just saw that new student lounge in the South Hall, um, which is very cool. Lots of activities in there. It's a place to just 
kind of separate yourself from some of the school work. Yeah. And then um, I want to talk about the North Hall a little mm-hmm. bit because North Hall has a little bit of history. Yes, the Kiwi um, Shoe Factory. Yeah, it used yes. to be old Kiwi Shoes. Mm-hmm. So, so folks, when you walk into this, this space is really cool. It has the old plank flooring mm-hmm. uh, surrounded by brick walls with big steel you know, cross pieces, mm-hmm. if I'm even describing that correctly, mm-hmm. probably not. But you know, you go up the stairs and there's big, tall ceilings up there. Like, it is a space with a lot of character to it. And Stunning. It's, it is. It really is. And especially holding some art exhibits there. I know we do quite a bit with our lively art or um, our art series there. Definitely. Which houses all kinds of events from the community in there as well is just phenomenal. It is. And it kind of is a beautiful backdrop because we try to keep the integrity of the building. So if you look in the different classrooms, you still see the integrity, yet you get an excellent educational opportunity. And it is a quiet place. So you'll find more students kind of do a quiet study in the lounge areas throughout the North Hall, but it definitely is a showcase building in my opinion. Yeah, and I'm glad for the students, especially in this area here, the West Campus, um, right by the Chamber office here, we're not even a stone's throw mm-hmm. away, right? Who want to take advantage of some of that programming. I'm glad you mentioned that the transportation mm-hmm. is available, because I actually have spoken with some students who would say, well, I can't, I'm, I can't spend the money to go to, to the main campus. We don't have to. Mm-mm. You don't have to. You can still be a student of the college. You can get there via transportation, or maybe there's an online class mm-hmm. that you take. That's an option for you as well. So you, you do offer that. The other nice thing about the North Hall option is once you've finished your associate's degree with Montgomery County Community College, we have university partners that are also within that area. You can finish your bachelor's degree and even your master's with some of the different universities that we have, and they tend to be housed mainly in the North Hall and with evening courses. Very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So what other... what what other type of programming, Michael, I ask you, um, is unique to the college or something that you want to talk about? Absolutely. So just a personal story. Um, after high school, I went straight to a four-year school. And we always say if we knew now what we knew then, right, mm-hmm. um, I would have considered a local community college, a great one such as Montgomery County Community College, and then went to a four-year school because I'd still be working where I work today. My paycheck would be the exact same, but for me, I would have saved about $30,000. Now, that was way back in the, I'm not going to say when, <laughs> right? Um, which is a different price tag for a lot of students these days, right? So something that we pride ourselves in are a ton of, the ton of the articulation agreements we have with a lot of four-year schools. And that way students can um, start at Montgomery County Community College. Right now, about 57% of our students transfer to a ton of four-year schools. And, you know, you can still be, say, a Temple Owl or a Penn State Lion and just go to Montgomery County Community College first still have the same outcome and save a ton of money. And I mean, just in an era where student loan rates are uh, higher than FHA mortgages, that's something that a lot of students and parents are really considering. Yeah, Yep. absolutely. So so there's this myth out there, right? Can we just dispel a a myth right now or, yeah, if I'm saying that right. There's a myth that Monco is like the 13th grade, right? Mm -hmm. Like you come out of high school and it's, quote, you know, the default option or, Somebody who's not you know, cut out to go to college or wh- whatever other reasons you want to you know, say. What would you say to that, Amy? We'll start, start with you. I would say it's probably a myth until you've come here and, yeah. and experienced the classroom. I mean, we have professors here that are just amazing, that put passion into each and every course they design and deliver to our students. 
the challenge does happen in the academic setting here. When you come to Monaco, you don't take easy classes. When you come to Monaco, you take challenging classes that really turn you into a better person. So I think that myth is out there with the community college, but once students get here and start getting involved, the other beautiful thing about Monco, at whatever campus you're at, this, at the central campus or our campus, the involvement, the extracurricular activities, it's not just like a high school because you have so many other things that you can do and grow as a person because of your involvement or extracurricular activities. We have very active student clubs on campus, and these student clubs really contribute to the full college experience. Some students, you know, when they think they go to the four-year school, that's where you go to get the clubs. And I think if you come to our schools, you get the academic challenge as well as the opportunity for the social clubs that do turn you into a better person by the time you're done with your experience. So, so you know, what's interesting is, you know, as the alumni, I get around and I get a chance to go to all these different areas of the buildings and all these nooks and crannies and I had no idea that a whole club room existed downstairs in the basement of College Hall mm -hmm. that probably houses how many clubs are down there 20 maybe um, actually yeah. over 30 active ones yeah. right at now. least mm -hmm. yeah 30 active ones so so for me when I attended again we're, we are talking a few years ago mm -hmm. um, and there may not be as many clubs but for me I didn't know that they were even happening or this was an option you know so but I know you guys do a great job communicating to the students that there are options available for them to get involved we might we have a program now it's called the weeks of Wow for the first three to four weeks that students come in in the fall we want to make sure they're not just checking their class schedule going to class and going home the weeks of Wow introduce them to the resources as well as the extracurricular activities and I'll say our students are our most passionate sellers the students that are involved in those clubs take it to heart to get other students involved in the club so they can have those richer experiences. All throughout the weeks while well, I get excited because I see so much of the activity that the students are involved in and the results of those activities too because our students are dedicated and really do want to make other students happy on campus. Yeah and it was interesting I actually had volunteered for one of the weeks of uh, welcome recently and the, uh, this girl came up to me. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Hey I'm, ha I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to connect with the student uh, community which is most important and why I do what I do um, as chairman of the Alumni Association but she came up to me and we were just we were handing out directories and whatever you guys mm -hmm. had provided yeah. and that was mm -hmm. most appreciative because it was talking points but she came up to me she's like are there any clubs on campus and I said oh yeah there's like there's there's dozens of them she's like well I'm really into um, like um, sound recording mm -hmm. and I'm like oh Perfect. I'm like are you kidding me <laughs> Are you kidding me? You should radio. take a look at yep. our sound recording. Mm -hmm. I sent her right over to Matt Porter, who works in the communications department, mm -hmm. and she was able to get a tour of the sound recording studio, which is ridiculous. Yes. Ridiculous. That sealed the deal, I'm sure, when she walked into that Once she room. walked in, she's mm -hmm. like, thank you so much for introducing Definitely. me. And she's like, I think I'm going to start changing some classes, <laughs> yep. you know, and doing some things. Because she was really, she, that sound recording studio was really impressive. Right. But then I think most of all, too, is it's because she asked. Mm -hmm. Like, she asked the question. When I was younger, I never asked the questions. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to ask. Yeah. I didn't know what to ask, but she went out, she was willing to have a conversation, right. which is which is big. Which I think is why we're doing the weeks of Wow now, so that we do approach the students when they don't know what to ask. We we approach them with information that they may not have thought of asking about for our resources and the extracurricular activities that we have on campus, and our tutoring services and the other types of services that we can provide. Yeah, absolutely. And something I think that's really important is we want students to 
feel connected, right? And we want them to come to the campus as often as they can. And something from an admission standpoint that we do, because our weeks of while are pretty much during the summer mm-hmm. and get, you know, August, uh, August and July, a couple of events. But let's say you didn't want to wait that long or you want to come any other time. Admissions, we do run uh, biweekly tours and presentations at both campuses, yep. the West and the Central Campus. And I'll put a plug here. I'll give the, these guys a, <laughs> a website, www mc3.edu forward slash admissions events. If you go there, you'll be able to see a ton of different tours. You'll see the weeks of welcome mm-hmm. and just opportunities to come onto the campus and check it out for yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, you really owe it to yourself to take a tour no matter what school you're looking at. And I'll just I'll use an example of there was somebody that I know that was really set on going to Temple. And that's all they wanted to do was go to Temple. And that's all they ever focused on was going to Temple. They unfortunately did not have a backup. Mm-hmm. So even if you're set on going to one of these four-year schools, which is, which is great, you know, we certainly, if that's what you want to do, we encourage you to do that. But still take an opportunity to see what's right in your community. Right. Because Monco may be a really great choice for you. So like, Mike, to your point, $30,000 you saved, right? Yes, sir. And, <laughs> right. So it's you know you have the you have the potential to really, really help yourself financially. And we also recommend for those students that may be at Temple, sometimes you need to take classes in the summer. Sometimes you might want to take a class before you go to Temple. We have a guest student program, so you can be more successful at your four-year college. Sometimes if you get some experience beforehand, and then when you come home in summers, we're always there to help you with those couple extra classes that you need to help you further your degree at another institution. We, we accept all students. We definitely want to help people be successful. Yeah, that's great. So what else would you like to tell me about the college? I know there's so much more. I don't even know what direction to go. <laughs> that's all right. Um, I think some other items that are really cool for people to know is that um, when you get to the college, get connected. We have tons of support services available. We've just launched a, a 24-7 online tutoring platform. Mm, that's great. <laughs> that is great. And, um, you know, sometimes when students hear the word tutoring, they think that might be for a student who's struggling. Guess what? If you're a B student, go to tutoring and learn how to become an A student. Matter of fact, I have a tongue twister for you. If you're an A student, still go to tutoring and see how tutors tutor because maybe you'll become a tutor, tutor. right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, get connected. Um, our veterans' resources are fantastic. Um, if you're a veteran, if you live in county or out county, we give you an in county rate, which is very, very fair. You know, it's just a ton. We can go. <laughs> Definitely. Go back to the tutoring story. Mm-hmm. My best story that I love is when a girl came into my office, she was up all night long writing her English paper. She sent it off to the tutoring uh, 24-7 line at 2 a.m. When she woke up at 8, it was already edited, ready to go for her. So that is a story that I wish I had when I was in college. When Mm -hmm. you say you get those all-nighters and you finish something at 2 a.m., where are you going to get someone to read your paper at 2 a.m.? You wake up and there's your edited version delivered to your doorstep. And this is for everybody, too. It's not not just for um, students from their first year or whatever. It's for everybody. I say it's the smart students that use the services that are available to them. Definitely, definitely. Like, I know our foundation board uh, chair, Joe Gallagher. Mm-hmm. You guys, do you guys know yep. Joe? Of course yep. you know Joe, right? So Joe is uh, going, he owned his own company for yes. a very long time, 40-plus uh, years, mm-hmm. very successful, and has now gone back to school, <laughs> and he's chosen Monco. Whoa. And he didn't choose an easy schedule either. No, I spoke he to Joe. no, he did not. 
He's taken a lot of accounting heavy classes. I think he took geology too. A geology too, wow. but he's one of the ones that has used that online mm-hmm. tutoring. And I, I'll be honest with you, I mean, I see the man quite often. Mm-hmm. Almost every time he's telling me about him using the online yeah. tutor, the definitely, tutoring. Definitely. 24/7. And we've seen we've seen the successes. We do our statistical reviews of that. It's it's working. That's yeah. what's really exciting is not only is it out there, but it's being productive. Students are taking advantage of it, and grades are demonstrating that. Our withdrawal rates are down. Is it because we got the 24-7 tutoring? Who knows? But the fact that we can see some opportunities of improvement since we've implemented that is really a nice reward. Well, I think that's just part of it. You know, mm-hmm. the other part is the fact that you just wrap your arms around the entire experience, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that yeah. says a lot about mm-hmm. what you do for the community and what you do for the individual students. Because, look, so what, what's enrollment at now? Uh, can you give me a rough number? You're probably better at the rough statistics. Um, well, new students are up right now, which is a, a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. So we're appreciative of that, and we think it's due to the um, consistent efforts in the community right. and the partnerships with the high school. So the enrollment is up. I don't want to give you a number right now because it changes every day. Yeah. <laughs> we have daily reports. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Might have yep, and um, yeah. students persisting is yep, important, persisting. and I think that's dedication of the you know retention to the different resources that yeah. are available. So those type of indicators, which are the most important to me, not just getting students in, but making sure that they finish because finishing is obviously the most important part of going to college that way you have a credential that you've earned um, and you could have a better chance to be successful so they are looking uh, great thanks to alumni like yourself (laughs) and the the supports that are out there yeah thank you well my reason for uh, for uh, asking the question about enrollment was the fact that you are doing such a good job with touching every one of these students like it's really difficult it's a big population Mm -hmm. But there's so much programming that's available that you have the opportunity to do all that. We see them one as, as one in one. We see them as this one student is the one we're going to take care of, and yet the whole group is being addressed. So that's something I think. The other thing that I'd like to talk about just a little bit is when we look at how do you get to students to persist, how do you keep their retention, you have to look at what barriers they may have in their lives and how, what are we doing to help support their barriers or remove their barriers more than support them. And we try to take that holistic approach with our students. The thing that we've done extremely well, I think, this past year is our food pantry at West Campus. We definitely have a challenge. Some of our students are food insecure. We now ask them about that food insecurity on their syllabus, which is something we didn't always do. And we've discovered that there are many students that need help. So we've really beefed up our relationships with food donation opportunities. Our staff and employees have been extremely generous with donations. We've also partnered now with Harvest of Hope and with Phil Abundance. So on West Campus, we try to, every time we talk to a student, we try to ask them that simple question, are you hungry? And making the food available to them so they don't go to class hungry, don't go take a test hungry. Make sure you swing by the food pantry because there are statistics that show an improvement in a grade point average if you address food insecurities. Well, sure. You need to feed your brain. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially what it is. You can, you know, look, some... Some folks might just default to something right out of the, like a Pop-Tart or a granola bar or something like that. Like we need, as humans, we need more sustenance than that. Yes, and that's what we're really working towards um, to the point that I need more space already, and that's a good thing. Good problem. I'm working on that now. So, um, but it's also an awareness. I mean, it's amazing how many students don't even realize it's in our community, so why wouldn't it be in our schools too? So we really do need to ask the question. Do you find uh, find some students are embarrassed or... You know, it's difficult for them to talk about. Yes, and they'll say, "No, I don't need anything." I'll say, "Well, just walk, so I can show you what's here." So next time you come through, if you need something, and then they're like, "This is free." 
like through the generosity of donations, yeah, it's mm -hmm. free. You need no questions asked. We don't ask for a financial statement. We don't need to know what your taxes were. We just need to know you're hungry. Yeah. And I think the more students that walk through there, the more we've had the people taking advantage of it. In the beginning, I didn't have a lot of food, but now I have enough food that we really do heavily promote it. And hopefully this fall, it'll be part of everyone's conversation. During the weeks of while, we definitely will, but also um, in the classroom. What else would you like to tell me about the college? Um, well, for starters, well, you're not telling. I'm sorry, you're not telling me. You're, you're telling the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I appreciate the food pantry because I've seen regular traffic even at the central campus, mm -hmm. and I think that's playing a big role with students being able to sustain and do well. Mm -hmm. And the options are pretty good. They're pretty good options. You know, I see students walking by my desk with sandwiches, and I'm like, wow. You know, your your lunch looks better than mine today. Chick Fil A is one of our donations right yeah. now. Yes. So who yeah. doesn't like Chick Fil A? And something I think else that's worth sharing with the uh, folks here today is that, um, you know, we do have our, our Lansdale Culinary, mm -hmm. Culinary Arts Institute. It's located in Lansdale. So for folks who are interested in pursuing a culinary uh, career, that's a, a great, great option. Speaking of being involved in the community, when I first started here a couple years ago, one of the first events that I went on was with the culinary students. Go figure, right? Yeah. Somebody <laughs> has to test, test out the food. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, school on um, President's Day, mm -hmm. they made a birthday cake for George Washington and over a thousand cupcakes at the Valley Forge National Park. Wow. And somebody had to taste them, and I think they did a good job, <laughs> all right? Uh, so the Culinary Arts Institute is definitely a great option to consider, guys. Um, Workforce Solutions is a great say. option as well. They provide curriculum that leads towards credits or directly toward a career. So mm -hmm. great options. Most of those options are under a year in total length. So our goal is to provide you with options, with support, and things that can help you uh, just obtain a career that you can be proud of. So I want to I want to just give two testimonies. Sure. Okay, since you mentioned the culinary arts, uh, first of all, uh, I've been to that facility. Of course, I've been to that, <laughs> that facility, right? But I went on a very convenient evening. It was an evening about uh, pizza making. Ooh. It was for the community, mm -hmm. and I had never been at the culinary arts. I mean, I knew what it was. I knew what kind of programming it offers, but I had never uh, been actually been on the thing. What an impressive facility! very very impressive i mean you want to talk about a kitchen facility that is a kitchen facility very absolutely 100 mm percent -hmm. um you know of course it includes some other classrooms there's mm -hmm. classroom learning that needs to be done as well but you want to talk about having some accessibility with some great equipment and great instruction yes i mean who would have known that pizza dough is half water and half yeast <laughs> mm -hmm. And I had no idea it was 50%, 50%. I'm like, so I actually got an education, right. and I consider myself a pizza connoisseur. So. See, we didn't charge you for it. Check right? it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the culinary arts, um, just fantastic. And what was the other thing you were mentioning? I um, workforce Solutions. Yeah, the Workforce Solutions. So the Victory Bank actually engaged directly with the Workforce Solutions and brought in a human resources professional that I believe over the course of two or three days did a um, HR managerial uh, type presentation. I apologize because I can't speak to the details because I wasn't in it, but um, she came from the Allentown area and she actually volunteered her time to come down and she took a personal day, to do two personal days to do that. So that's all part of that workforce development program and that's just a tip of the iceberg of what they can do um, with HR management. There's all kinds of other areas that they get involved with, but um, for the folks listening, and we're actually Facebooking living this, so for the folks of Facebook Live, 
Um, I would encourage you to go to your employer if you're in the county and take a look at see what Monco has to offer for your workforce. It, I'm telling you, our, our managers loved it. We have a handful of managers at our, our company, and they really, really enjoyed the presentation. And if you're an employer and you take a look at what we have to offer and we don't have what you are looking for, please let us know, because we're looking to grow that opportunity to meet more the needs of the community and especially the businesses in the community. Yeah. So we're always open for new programs, too. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Anything else you'd like to chat about? Uh, like I said, we could be here. For, we could probably be here for days. But I'll, I'll invite them to a basketball or baseball game. We do have sports teams. They're gonna watch yeah. out. No, Dude, that gym is really impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we're gonna start yeah. streaming. That's one thing I want to do at West Campus. Is we have a lovely large screen TV in that first cafe area, and we're gonna start live streaming more of the activities. So if you can't make it out live, you can just come by our place and have some popcorn and watch a game. So guys, whether you're interested in attending Monco or not, or just a member of the community, uh, you certainly can reach out to Michael for a tour of either campus. He'll be happy to do that. And I can tell you, it's very informative. Uh, so he'll tell you everything there is. You're, you will be blown away by how much mm -hmm. this college offers the community. So, Definitely. Um, Amy, is there anything else that you would like to add? No, it's just in addition to the programs we have, the support services with the financial aid, one of the biggest challenges everyone says is I can't afford to go to college. And I ask you to come in and talk to us about that before you make that decision because there are a lot of different scholarships. Our foundation is extremely generous with scholarships. And before you decide not to go to college because you can't afford to, please come in and talk to us at either campus, and we'll definitely see what we can do to help you on the journey of higher education. Yeah. Um, so for my audience, you might heard Amy's head turn away there for a second. She's trying to address two audiences. She's got a podcast audience and the Facebook Live, So, but we're all good. We got that. And then, Michael, for you, any uh, last words you like MC3 to offer? MC3.edu. That's our website, guys. Come visit. We love visitors. We treat visitors well. Yeah, very good. Well, thank you both for being guests on the podcast today. And I just want to say it's very proud to be chairman of the Alumni Association and serve your college community, our college community. We thank you for your so, service. Uh, you're, it's my pleasure. Monco meant a lot to me growing up. And I didn't realize that until a little bit later, but that's okay. I'm here now and I'm here to serve. So yep. you're welcome. It's my pleasure. So Appreciate it. All right. Thanks. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Tri-County Area Chamber Chat Podcast. If you have any feedback, comments, questions, suggestion, uh, please feel free to email the podcast at podcast at tricountyareachamber.com. That's podcast at tricountyareachamber.com. Once again, my name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank. And until we connect again, all my best. Bye for now. Thank you again for downloading this episode. If you would like to stay in touch with your Chamber of Commerce, please visit our website. That's tricountyareachamber.com. You can also follow us on social media, on LinkedIn. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and now Instagram. You can also pick up the phone and call us at 610-326-2900. A live person will pick up the phone. It's once again on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, please consider subscribing to this podcast. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, and many more. So again, subscribe to this podcast and also turn on notifications where you'll be notified of new episodes. The Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce, serving the greater Pottstown area since 1927.